Hi, I'm Melissa. And I'm Amanda. And this is Unicorn Rodeo. Hey, guys. We are so excited. We have a guest today. Her name Woo-hoo! is Ann Parmley. Hello. Before, before we introduce Ann, I have a story. It's story time. All right, let's hear so, it. I was just sitting with my family at dinner and they and we always do the, what's the best part of your day? Well, here's my best part of my day. An electrician came to my house and not only was he an electrician, he had on a cowboy hat and he's a farmer and he's an auctioneer. And wow. I said, you are a fast talker. And he said, <laughs> and I was like, day made. That was my best part of my day. So we have Anne Parmley with us. She is the Senior Vice President of Client Development and Partnerships at OBL. But Anne, tell us what that really means. I'm still laughing about your auctioneer electrician. (laughs) That's one you don't hear every day. Oh, Lord. I got tears coming to my eyes. That's so funny. Um, It's the simple things these days, isn't it? It is. Amen. It is. Focus. Focus. Okay. So what do I do? I lead a team of awesome people at OBL who work directly, many of which who work directly with our customers. Um, They enable us to grow by opening new schools. They help facilitate our relationships with all the stakeholders that are involved in our partner schools, like boards and districts, and they work with our school leaders and all the people across OBL to keep those folks Um, happy and moving forward and serving students. We also have groups like proposal development in our team. We have folks that do some billing, support our partner programs, um, all kinds of activities that are kind of customer facing around um, our growth and our programs. Um, And as as you guys know, we're trying to do some, some um, growing ourselves. Yeah. Yeah, we're doing some more growing around the products and services that we might offer out into the marketplace in response to to this um, pandemic because um, online learning is is getting a a whole new um, new look. Yeah, a whole new new look and a lot of attention. Let's put it that way. A whole new level of attention. I feel like the stigma is being lifted some because people are forced to interact with this. And I think in the past, people have been able to choose whether or not they wanted to go there or just sort of pretend that this wasn't, it didn't exist. It wasn't happening. So I've really, I'm, I'm excited about that part. It's been great. Well, I just, I think like anything else, there's really good examples of online learning and not so good examples of online learning. And people are getting exposed to all Mm -hmm. The whole gamut right well, now. And they're not just getting exposed to the schools. They're, they're being exposed to what life is like mm. as a virtual student and what their role could potentially be as a parent. parent yeah. I, I think as many people who are, who are finding that they don't like this are finding that they do. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's, I know, I think there's a lot of excitement around that. So basically, mm. Anne, you are like my electrician. You are a Jill of all trades. Yes. You're not yes. just an electrician. You're also an auctioneer. auctioneer. Yes. Yes. And speaking of that, <laughs> tell us, tell us about your career, how you got started. T- take us on a journey, Anne. Okay. Well, I don't know how far you want to go back. We want to go back, like, back and okay. back and I, back. I all, I love to tell the story, um, especially when I'm 
talking about my career trajectory because I talk about it like it's a lattice versus a ladder. Mm. And so I tell this story. When I was eight, my um, parents were unable to find a babysitter. So my mom suggested my father take me to work with him at his part-time evening job, which was famous footwear. Awesome. Um, which I think was a Midwest-based mm-hmm. shoe, shoe yes. store chain, yes. but I'm not sure how nationally it's known. But back in those days, um, you know, in the old times, <laughs> when they, <laughs> back in the when, day, when they would they would hang the shoes on. They weren't in boxes. They hung them on these racks, and people would try the shoes on, and they would leave them on the floor in all kinds of disarray. And so my job was to match the shoes up mm. by size and put them back on the rack where they belonged in their size section. Um, if you can kind of visualize a lot of discount stores now have their shoes in their clearance area kind of yes. organized this way, but yes. imagine rows and rows, rows and rows yeah, a lot of shoes of shoes like that way. So I did that and the manager slipped me a $5 bill. Woo. And I thought that was pretty cool. So I asked if I could come back. So my first career was in shoes at eight, nine, 10, 11, by the time I was 12, I was running the cash register. I could do pretty much anything anyone needed in the store. I knew Your how dad to. Dad didn't even need to go to work at that oh, point. Oh, no. I could balance a drawer. <laughs> but I think that's where I figured out I like to work and I yeah. like to get, get paid yeah. for work and get recognized by my work. So I did that. And then I did things like, oh, I do tasseled corn. I, you know, threw newspapers. I. Um, made pizzas. Okay, worked at McDonald's. I, I mean, you got to time out gamut. on the corn because I'm a southerner. Yeah, I would guess. <laughs> I would I guess our have... Midwesterners <laughs> know what that means. What, but a man. What is the word no that idea. you just said? Detassel. Yes. Detassel. So is that like yes. taking, like shucking? What we call shucking corn? Let her explain. Okay. That is not shucking. Okay. And and you know. And I'm a city girl in the state of Iowa. Okay. So I live in an urban area. But what they would do is they would bus kids out of the city, out to the cornfields in the summer for about a three or four week period, usually 90 to 110 degrees outside. And you'd get on tractors and you would pull the tassel off the top of the corn stalk. Uh, this is where I get a little tricky because and it has to do with pollination. Yes. Again, mm-hmm. I'm not a farmer, so I don't know. I have seen a corn but... stalk growing, so I do know yes. what you're talking about there. Okay. So you go down the row, you oh, work from about okay. six in the morning till about three o'clock at night, pulling those tassels. You get a great suntan on your back. Oh my yep. God, I would die. And, <laughs> and you make I can up. have no sun exposure. So I, <laughs> we can confirm today that detasseling corn is not a job for me. Okay. Well, you could cover up or you could wear swimsuit tops, which most of us girls wore because we wanted the sun. Yes. And then in the end, I was able to purchase my first moped all by myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's awesome. good money in t- detasseling. Yes, it was quick money. <laughs> I am so yeah. glad I asked this question because until today, yeah. I did not know that that was a thing. Yep. Okay, great. So you've done a lot well, of cool. working. Yes. So clearly, detasseling launched me into my career. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, As it would. Yes, jumped from the yep. tractor to onto Pearson. Pearson. Yep. Got yes. it. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> a few things I'll add in there that kind of, when I graduated from college after numerous jobs in high school, um, and when I graduated from college, I worked in college admissions. Mm. Did a few things after that. But when it came time to switch jobs, um, I looked into a position with Pearson that happened to be supporting um, the College Board SAT mm. as, as Pearson had won the work to process the SAT answer documents and score the essays. And so I was able to combine my 
background in technology. I had a couple of technology like jobs and my college admissions work into um, convincing the folks at Pearson to hire me. And that was 17 years ago. So I spent the first 16 years, 15 to 16 years at Pearson in the large scale assessment business. And then I've been with OBL since October of 18. So around 18 months or so. And it's been a fun ride to learn a completely new business and market. Yeah, I would guess that what we do is a little different than large-scale assessment. It yep. is. a very, It's very different. And how is it different? It's very yeah, different. Yeah, tell us how it's different. Well, everything's more complicated than you'd ever think yes. it is. You know, yes. I learned that in this assessment business because as a kid, you're sitting down at that desk, you know, putting your little black bubbles on that sheet, and you think it's just real simple. It goes through a computer and everything's good, and it's a lot more complicated than that. Um, assessments is political, mm -hmm. but not nearly as political as um, school choice and some of the things that we, um, you know, deal with in our world. Um, and it, you know, connections is, is what the, one of the primary reasons I came to OBL and to support Connections Academy schools, because while the teams that I worked with in an assessment and the people I worked with were great, whether they were in the state departments or whether they were within Pearson, um, you can really get your arms around the mission mm -hmm. of, of OBL and connections. And well, come on, who likes testing? Yeah. Come on, well, man. <laughs> you'd have to sell a lot of people on, on loving testing, but we can all, we all love kids and serving kids, right? Exactly. Yep. Yes, exactly. Number two pencils. My kids always told me they liked testing because I think they were just kids. Yeah. But you know, <laughs> we, I appreciate so. that they told you that that's good. That's good daughter and son behavior. One, yes. one day, not too long ago, I think it was about three years ago. My daughter called me from school and she said, mom, we're doing the Pearson, the Pearson. <laughs> And she was referring to the test, mm -hmm. the Pearson. She just yeah. knew you would know what that was. Yeah. And I thought she thought I needed to do something about it. But like you were going to yeah. get her out of you it. You could send yeah. a note, yeah. make a call. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. Little does she know. So, yeah. Anne, tell us, you know, from this, this, you know, view that you have from this like global political and sales and all that stuff, how do you feel like our schools are handling this pandemic? Yeah. Uh, amazingly. Um, I will have to say that there's always kind of issues that crop up that we're working on to help our schools, but it's really kind of gotten pretty quiet mm. around those kinds of things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like everybody is so focused yeah. and on their students right now and their schools and having a positive outcome through the rest of the year. I mean, this is what they do day in and day out. They deliver highly effective, amazing education experiences for these kids who've chosen to go to Connections Academy schools, and they are so focused on that. So it feels to me, from my vantage point, like you know, business as usual with this layer of empathy, compassion, and real focus on kids and families. And so that's pretty cool. And yes. then- from the Pearson perspective, um, you know, the empathy that we have uh, really, you know, put out there in our um, conversations with our employees and how to manage working from home and trying to be educators themselves from mm -hmm. home and managing all the family dynamics that happen right now. I mean, I've got an employee with two kids under the age of three and her husband's oh. an essential worker. Oh, wow. 
And I worry, I think I think about her every day because I can just see how frazzled she is. And I can't complain. I mean, I got a college kid at home, a husband that goes to the bank, so he's not home driving me crazy. Um, you know, my toddlers have fur. Yeah. And other than that, I'm in a, I'm in a pretty good situation. So um, personally, I'm just in awe of what everybody else is, is managing through right now. They really, I feel like they've really, especially our teachers and our school leaders, have risen to the occasion. Yep. It's almost like it took them a minute to get their feet under them. And now they're trying to help yes. everybody, not mm-hmm. just our schools, but now they're helping other yep. schools and, and other states and they're doing whatever they can. So that has mm-hmm. been really exciting. To yeah. Watch. I feel like this is their time to shine. People are, are depending on them and, and coming to them as experts. And it's, again, that doesn't always happen, you know, sometimes. Well, and it's, yeah, and it's really nice to work for a company, for OBL, who supports the mentality of let's just figure mm-hmm. it out, right? Like, I loved what um, Rod said in one of his emails. He's like, you know, between the group of us, we'll just kind of figure it all out. I loved when he said that. And I think we have been able to send that message to our schools and our school leaders. And I think it's helped everybody. I've been excited about that. John Fallon sent an email out to some of the senior leaders today and it said something like, I'm having a really productive week and I'm on top of things. It's so much better than when I'm overwhelmed Mm. or, Mm. you know, and I'm paraphrasing. That's not exactly how he said it, but I just laughed at that sentence. And and his whole point was he was proactively reaching out to us for some questions for an upcoming meeting. And he was kind of ahead of his game. And I just laughed because that's exactly how it is day to day. Some days you feel really productive proactive and you're on top of it and you're getting a lot done and it makes you feel good. And other days you just kind of feel overwhelmed and you have to try to find a balance between those two and, and try to make it all work for yeah. you. I think what right has been there. your biggest yeah. challenge during this and <laughs> exercise? <laughs> um, <laughs> well, now you were doing had, some yoga recently. So you were yeah, doing Well, I had built a really, I did a, I built a really good habit. Oh. Um, and a mix between working out with a personal trainer and orange theory. Oh, and, and now all that's you know, closed. Yeah. I guess I need somebody standing over me telling me what oh, to do when it comes to exercise. Sure. So yeah, I've regressed. And so I, yeah, I did start yoga, um, little brain work and yoga work all mixed in one. It's a woman who's a psychologist and a yogi. Mm, that sounds good. And so we do mm-hmm. a little bit of both and that's, that's helped, you know, a little mindfulness. Yeah. You, know, yeah. you go downstairs and you, go into the basement and kind of turn the lights down and you do your yoga and you listen to her talk. And then you come upstairs and you give an evil eye to your family. Like, don't mess, don't mess with <laughs> yeah, my right. Zen. If you disrupt <laughs> my, zen, my zen, I will cut you. Yeah. Or maybe I just say that, but yes, wow. I feel that deeply. <laughs> I don't think I said I'm that. I'm sure you don't. <laughs> I'm sure you're much kinder than I am. Yep. Mm-hmm. So um, yoga is a coping me- mechanism. Is there mm. anything else you've been doing? Um, a little wine here and there. That helps. Yes. 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 I know that's what you're Drinking. going for. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Yeah. yeah. I, I try to strike a balance of what, I, what kind of like fun thing, especially on the weekends. Sometimes on the weekdays it's hard, but like what kind of fun thing. Even last night, my daughter and I, I kicked, I was exhausted last night. So about 830, I said, okay, I'm quitting at nine. I'm doing some work. I got some things to do. Quitting at nine. Let's go lay in bed and watch one mm. show. And we watch, we're watching, what was we're watching it? The Good Place right okay. now. Is that yeah, the show about heaven? Show. Kind of, sort of. But it has yeah. Kristen Bell? Yeah. 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 
Jerry's oh, still out. Kristen Bell. Kristen Bell. Anything with yeah. Kristen Bell is she's awesome. Yeah, she, she's awesome. She's darling. great. Okay. All right. Yeah, Ted Danson. Yeah, Ted Danson. Yes. Bell. Okay. Yes, I know mm. the show. I have not seen it, but I, it seems like it would be a good show for this time. Light. Yes, very um, light. That's why yes. we like it. Okay. And we we had exhausted Tiger King, so we were done. Tiger with that. King made me feel bad about the world. I think. I think I remember I, yeah. you saying that. Yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. at first. Yeah. At first, it was one of those, are you kidding me? Is this really happening right now? Oh, my God. But then I just, it felt, there was too much depravity. It, it was an early COVID yeah. phenomenon. And I think it's kind of lost, lost its, its luster. It was a good distraction in the beginning. You know, everybody kind of needed something really out there to, to take us away from the craziness. Yes, the, the relief right? time was yes. perfect, which I'm sure was yes. probably... There's probably need, needs to be some research about that. Yes. Okay, so as we're getting into some other kinds of questions, one of the things we've really enjoyed, Anne, is we've been doing what we called our wild ride questions. So these are sort of like lightning round questions. We're going to ask yep. you a few of them. Yep. Are you ready? She's ready. I'm ready. I know it. Okay, Amanda, you go ahead. This okay, one is yours. fashion question. Preferred metal for every day. Gold, silver, neither? So are, are diamonds a metal? Uh, yes. And I think that they're always the answer, no matter the question. So I love that yeah. answer. Tell us more about that. It, well, it kind of goes with my shoe fetish and you guys know where that came from. Famous footwear. Yeah. 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 Did I, your dad also work for a Yeah. No, he didn't. Were... Yeah. You got a diamond discount. If you have a broker, hit me up and hit me up. There. There was a jewelry store right next oh. door to the shoe store. Oh, yeah. It's where, right. yeah. Very nice. Very nice. Well, but as not, I told Amanda, yeah, yeah. I really did a little bit of oh, eye rolling. Oh, a lot of eye rolling. Pose this question because, and it wasn't about the question itself. It was about the idea. Like, I have never <laughs> in my whole life thought about having an everyday medal that I yeah. prefer. Like, yep. who knew? I'm learning well, all kinds of things. Well, Melissa, we're probably close in age. But yes, there was a ma'am. period like where everyone yes. wore gold and then it went silver. to everyone wore silver. Now we're swinging back. Yeah. Now it's yep. a mix. So I have a little bit of different metals, but I'm primarily a silver. But if the silver is mounting mm. a diamond, mm-hmm. I'm happy. <laughs> Platinum. Holla. <laughs> Makes me sound so shallow. Nope. We all have Platinum things we love. <laughs> we all have things we love. Okay. 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 Second question now, and who is one of your heroes and why? This is like a, such a hard question. Cause I, I think about it and it's always funny because the first person that pops in my head and she's not really a hero, but it's Margaret Thatcher. And the whole oh. reason is because when I was in college, I studied abroad and I had a job in parliament and she was the prime minister. And I thought it was really cool because oh a woman God, was a prime yes. minister. So still, it's just amazing. And, you know, it's not even that I would have agreed with all of her politics or anything like that. It was just at that moment yeah. in time. So when they get asked the question, all of a sudden I picture, I picture Margaret Thatcher. With um, and that is epic. <laughs> and a lot of people cannot say that. Oh, when I had my job in parliament. Yeah. Margaret Thatcher was uh-huh. there. Exactly. So it's and a lot. It also, it also reminds me of another story, and I might, I, I might get in trouble for telling this story. But Margaret Thatcher made me think of Madeline Albright. Uh huh. So mm-hmm. yeah, years ago when yeah, I can see that. school leader retreat. Years ago, the school leader retreat was in Georgetown, mm-hmm. and one of our principals was walking 
through a restaurant prior to the start of the conference, saw who she thought was a coworker, someone who had worked for OBL, greeted that person and got kind of a cold reception. The school leader went back to her table and said, well, I just can't believe so-and-so didn't really greet me more warmly. And her colleague said, that was Madeline Albright. <laughs> oh, is that funny? <laughs> she comes to Cedar Rapids oh. where I live. Look at that. Because we have the National Czech and Slovak Museum here, the only one oh. that represents that. And she is of Czech and Slovak Okay. Descent. So she and her brooches. Yeah. You know, she's famous for her brooches. Yeah. She comes here and speaks probably every three or four or five years. Um, Who knew? Where, yeah. Okay. Cedar Rapids. What part of Iowa is Cedar Rapids in? East, central eastern Iowa. So if you think of Cedar of Iowa as a, it's, it's not kind a square, of a square. It, yeah. A square. In my mind, it's a square. The, the, yeah. The middle. I was going to say, Amanda, you don't even uh, know. Madam, yes, I do. <laughs> I took AP U.S. history and I nailed that map test. I got U.S. geography. Now, do not get me started on world geography. I'm not as strong. Um, but I do know where Iowa is. And what is the population of Cedar Rapids, Anne? Um, Approximately. We are probably around 225,000 with the bedroom okay. communities. They're not, they don't really qualify for suburbs. Bedroom so communities. Bedroom I like communities. it. Yeah. Okay. I like it too. We're learning all oh my kinds God, of things. I know. I know. Question. I know. That's why these Look are good. Us. Okay. Last one is first car. What was your first car? Make, model. <laughs> Did it have a name? And what can you tell us about it? Because I'm sure there's something okay. good there. So the first car that I paid money for, I was a senior in high school. It was a 1974 metallic blue, kind of mm. teal blue um, Volkswagen oh. Bug. With, and you have to understand, it had fiberglass fenders because my next door neighbor had it. I was say, someone put those there. It. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. I, I, I think I paid $500, maybe $600 for it. it um, the fiberglass fenders are important because of the fact that while I drove it for probably two years, its demise was me going in reverse on the 4th oh. of July and rear end, like, is it called rear ending when you go in reverse and you hit yeah. something? Well, I I rear, well, yeah, sort of. we'll, go, we'll yeah. go with that. No, I, you sort yeah, of you backed, backed into, into something. Yeah. I backed yeah. into, yes, yeah. I backed into a, a very nice black truck. Um, very and sturdy. And you had the engine in the trunk. And my engine yes. was in the trunk. So that was the end of the VW mm. bug. And the, the fiberglass parts, of just, they just shred. They don't, they don't crush like metal. They just they shred. Crumble. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. so sad. Hey, sad. It was, it was a lovely car and it always started in the winter. So that was awesome. Well, you are a car person. So what is, what's yeah, your well, that's a good car? one. What's the, favorite what's car the, you've ever yeah. driven? That I've driven? Um, well, I would have to say it was the biggest pain in the, you know, what car I ever owned, but I did own for a brief period, a 72 red mm. MG. Oh, I bet that was a pain Ooh. and very it was, cute. <laughs> it yes. was, par yeah, it was, it was parked at a bank and I was driving home one day. And again, like I told you, I worked all through high school, so I had money and I think they wanted $1,500 for that thing. And I pulled into the house and I said, to my mom and dad, I want that car and I can pay for it and you're not getting in my way. And I bought that car and I think I was in the shop like every week for the year and a half that I owned it. <laughs> they were like, yep, we're not getting in but your way. The it. fact that you can't drive it is getting in your way, but we will stay out of your way. 
Oh. <laughs> hey, there are lessons to be learned yep. from all of that. Totally. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Always. Always. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Anne, we have really enjoyed having yes, you today. Thank you. And, thank you. Um, we hope that you will come back for a future episode sometime because we have so much more to learn from you. Awesome. I had a blast. Thank thanks. you for having me. Good. Yeah. So thanks. And uh, we'll talk Bye. soon. Bye. Stay everybody. well.